Welcome to the Gifters Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Online Program, which teaches you how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Jess Vanderherk. She's the author of The Gap, as well as a director and therapist at The Gap. Jess, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. So let's just dive right in. I mean, you decided to become a therapist and a director of The Gap. Talk to us about what The Gap does. So The Gap is a um, therapeutic agency where we provide um, long-term therapy to children who have experienced trauma. Um, there was nothing in, in my area, in um, Bedfordshire in the UK, there was nothing um, that was available for, you know, specifically for children who had had traumatic experience. Um, and often children were being left on long waiting lists for things that are um, to do with the impact of trauma, you know, anxiety or, um, you know, kind of struggling, just struggling through life. Um, and I just, there just seemed to be this huge gap being created in, in society where children were either being left on, on long waiting lists with no support at all, or going into services when things have got so bad that they were being medicated and, um, you know, misdiagnosed with things like ADHD or, you know, or, or autism when actually it was, you know, kind of complex trauma. So I decided that there was this gap that was, you know, that was existing and, um, wouldn't it be wonderful if there was a service that would, would be able to, to bring children in to, to provide trauma treatment and, um, you know, sort of resolve, resolve the, uh, the impact of trauma. And so that was, that was what I did. That was what I decided to set up. No, that's very inspiring and admirable, Jess. So can you share with us some stories of students that you've helped out and where they were before they met you and then where they are now? Yeah, so I've, um, I've worked with, it's probably coming into the hundreds of, um, of children. Um, some of them are very short-term bits of work. So children who've, you know, I had one child who had a, a traumatic experience that involved um, being bitten by a dog. And uh, it had left her with this terrible fear of dogs. So we've, um, we did the trauma processing and that she's, you know, she's absolutely fine with dogs again to, you know, children who've had, um, you know, 10 years of, of um, sexual abuse. And, you know, they're now, you know, they're sort of 14, 15 when, um, when they, when they come to me. So, you know, it's a long, a long period of their lives where, where they've had some of the most, horrendous um traumatic things happen to them some really awful awful things and um a lot of children you know children i've had children who are uh, at the age of seven who are who are suicidal who who asked me said you know kill me because this is this is too much i don't like this i have no friends i have no you know really really sad it's really really sad how does a seven-year-old um, even even know about that i mean i'm curious and i mean seven years old they literally want to end their life. I mean, is it because they had trauma when they're three, four, five, or what compels yeah, them that young? If somebody's already tried to kill them, they they kind of they just know that they don't. You know, they know that if you know if I put this this thing around my neck, it's going to you know really hurt me. If I you know run out in front of a car, it's you know. And you do have children. You know, sometimes children will say you know the worst thing, the worst worst thing. Um, you know, and they don't really know, they don't really know, they just say, I want to die. And then you ask them what die means and they don't really, 
um, know what that is, but they've heard it or, you know, or something. And, and, and other times you do have children who very sadly have just had the most horrific experiences, who've had people, you know, people who are supposed to be taking care of them, telling them that they want to kill them and yeah, putting them in yeah. situations where they believe they are going to die. And, you know, how, how, how much easier would it be just to, to make yourself die rather than wait for this person who's supposed to be looking after you to, to do it for you, you know? Yeah. I mean, Jess, you bring up a, a, some, in, um, some experiences that, as I mentioned to you prior to the podcast, I'm, I'm, I'm unfortunately very familiar with because I started this homeless youth program 10 years ago at a homeless shelter in LA. And, and, and even before that, I, I used to teach at a at-risk teens high school. And so I've worked with so many kids that like you're saying, in the U.S. alone, there are over 1 million cases that are called every year with child protective services. So literally 1 million cases are, are called. That's just the ones that are called. And for our listeners, I hope you realize and accept and appreciate how grateful we are to perhaps have a childhood that perhaps is not marred by trauma. But if you are, know that there is hope. Know that there are people like Jess. Know that there are people out there that do help and can help because so much of life is perspective. And when you're that young, I remember I had an 11 year old young man who's in my program at the homeless youth program I created. And he literally never had a father. Mom literally kicked him out when he was nine or 10, yelled at him to get out. And, and again, going back to your saying, how can you trust the world or anyone, frankly, if your own mother and father don't trust you, don't love you and don't want you there. And yeah. so for our listeners, some of them have not seen or known people like that, but I have definitely seen and mentored many in it. And it breaks my heart, but it also inspires me to know that there are so many people like you, Jess, that are doing it. And why did you, why are you so passionate about this cause? I think because I, um, you know, I had, I had my own tricky background. Um, I did have a period of being homeless when I was 16. Um, I, I ended up, I kind of settled in my, um, in my in my twenties, and when I was thirty, I started training to be a counsellor. And it was when I went through my own therapy that I I processed all of the trauma that I had been through since I was a child. And I remember being in that process, thinking, you know, I'd I'd spent so much of my life thinking that there was something really wrong with me, and that everyone else was having a really great time, and I wasn't. And you know, it was just. You know, there were times where I did, you know, feel suicidal. There were other times where I wasn't quite suicidal. I just had no will to live. Um, you know, it, it, there were some really, really difficult times. And all of that changed when I had my own trauma processing through my own counselling, um, through my own counselling work that I did. And I, I, I continuously asked myself the question, you know, how different would my life have been if I had had this when I was... 10 or 11 you know what would have you know what would have happened I was you know I was homeless I'd, I've been a uh, I was a young mum I had my first child when I was 18 um, I was in um, domestic violence I had you know there were a lot of things there were a lot of situations and circumstances that I found myself in actually if you look at, at, at trauma it's very textbook you know people who've had early trauma are much more likely to be homeless, to, you know, to be drug users, to be known in the criminal justice system. It's, um, you know, it, it is very textbook. And I, I just thought if somebody had stepped in and given me the help that I needed, if, the, if it was available and if it was recognised, you know, what could have happened? And I think that that's the sort of chance that I give these kids. And I think actually that 
you know, I don't, I don't ever wish now that none of it had happened because it's given me something that I, that I know, you know, I inherently know um, the value of this work and I inherently know what it, what it is to, to feel so bad, you know, when you're a child and when you're an adolescent and, um, and I think it kind of just adds to the value and adds to the passion of what I'm doing and why I'm doing it. It's a, just that reminder of, you know, this is very, um, very necessary work. And, you know, just referring back to the statistics um, that, that you offered a few moments ago, you know, unfortunately, the where there's been an early trauma and it's not resolved, what happens to that traumatised child is that the traumatised child grows into a traumatised adult yeah. who then has children and it's generational you know it's yeah. when when you when you do this work with a, a child you you affect you know generations uh, moving forward it's not just that that one kid that's um you know that is that is helped and that uh, you know that life changes for yeah. um well that's why we have people like you here jess as gandhi once said we must be the change we wish to see in the world. And, and you are that change, Jess. So again, I applaud and commend you. How can our guests stay connected with you and learn about your services? So I have my, um, my website, which is uh, The Gap Bedfordshire. Um, and I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, and Instagram. Um, and also there are um, the books, the books that I've written, which are available on, um, on Amazon. So there's a couple of books that I've written um, called These Three Words and These Three Words, The Journal. And they're about um, anxiety and supporting parents and teenagers who are living with anxiety. Um, if you can't get that one-to-one -one support, um, that they kind of offer some tips and, and you know, tools and techniques to try and help make life feel a bit easier. Um, so yeah, it'd be great if you could check them out. Great. Jess, thanks again for your time and keep doing what you're doing. It's great work. Have a great day. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Gifters Podcast. If you want to learn how to turn your story into a successful speaking and online coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com to learn more.